This is Shlomo Swidler, CEO of Orchestraps, on Monday, May 19, 2014. Hi, this is Shlomo Swidler. Welcome to the OpenStack Israel podcast. On today's episode, my guest is Dagan Gilat, Senior Manager of Cloud Platforms at IBM Haifa Research Lab. Welcome, Dagan. Hi, Shlomo. How are you? Oh, great. Thank you. Good. First question is, what is the IBM Haifa Research Lab all about, and what are you doing with clouds there? The IBM Haifa Research Lab uh, kind of founded in 72 around the uh, advanced research and development. I joined IBM in 2001 after my PhD in the Technion. For a lot of years, we are doing uh, systems research and cloud research. Our uh, role uh, within uh, IBM is to bring innovation along with other units, of course, and uh, to contribute these innovations uh, both to the market and, as we will discuss uh, later on, to open communities uh, and as well to IBM products and services. How do you see the workloads that are being tested out and the clouds that are running those workloads? How do you see them evolving over the years? I'm looking back at history. How have you seen them changing? Cloud is a relatively a new world. Word. In fact, you know, we, we, we viewed in computing, and as you may know, IBM is leading the high-performance computing area for many years. So we have viewed the large clusters that did the high-performance computing, and we viewed the virtualization. Again, you know, we have roots there as well with the IBM mainframe, or a Z-series as it's called today, and automation. So you can view the cloud as a development in uh, several areas, you know, both the power of computing and uh, lowering the cost or the entry barrier for one end, the automation and the scale, and also the virtualization, although we see also today trends that try to capture not only the virtualized machine, but also uh, the bare metal with uh, some specialization in hardware as well. So this is a journey and we, are, we viewed it from the start, right? IBM is definitely well known in the HPC area. Have you seen uh, cloud workloads more recently tend to focus on enterprise types of applications and web applications and drifting further away from HPC-centric workloads? Of course. So, so again, you know, if I'm talking about workloads, so we, we have some terms to define it. So we have uh, uh, the system of records, so the transactional systems. Again, no, not only the HPC, also all the transactional systems. Think of a bank or insurance company or a, any other companies that have transactions that are stored in databases. So these type of application are, are still, in, you know, in kind of the traditional architecture. Yes. But more and more are now kind of moving to what we call system of engagement in the cloud. And this one, you know, can be workload like uh, social data mining on the cloud, big data, etc. So, and again, over time, uh, more and more application will move to be quote unquote uh, native uh, native cloud application that will use uh, uh, the cloud patterns like messaging or, or a simple uh, data store, NoSQL data stores, etc. Uh, this will be the building block. But in, in this era, we are trying to bridge between the two. So we, we need to kind of connect both the backends and traditional systems to the bone of the cloud systems. For this journey, you know, in particular in IBM, we are relying on open standards. So OpenStack, Cloud Foundry, 
uh, are kind of the building block for uh, the cloud we envision. So you see OpenStack and other open source cloud architectures as crucial for future development of, of the industry. Yeah. What kind of things are you doing with OpenStack at IBM? Just a little history here, you know, we, in research we uh, look at, at the market, we look on the trends and the technological trends and try to bring, bring it inside IBM. Uh, OpenStack back then, uh, late 2010, uh, we started looking at it. Uh, we joined a large European project uh, with other companies and suggested to have uh, OpenStack as the base for the cloud hosting uh, part of that project. And then we started to understand, you know, it was some learning curve here to understand the OpenStack. It was less stable back then. And it was uh, very simple, you know, it, it only had the Nova and Swift, basically. And as it developed and evolved, you know, we also uh, identified opportunities to have contribution to the community. So the simple one was enablement of IBM storage products, for example. Or a more advanced one was around high availability and how to uh, recover from a, a physical server failure in OpenStack. These are, you know, were the two first, you know, contributions in this area we did. And then uh, we continue doing more and more advanced contributions to the community. And as IBM joined OpenStack in April 2012, we had some head start, uh, you know, to uh, have the products in IBM that kind of rely on OpenStack, benefiting from these contributions and our expertise. IBM have a lot of, lot of contributors and uh, we have in our team also uh, several uh, contributors. We are contributing in, in several areas. So in, in fact, to, to the most of the core projects So to Nova, I mentioned, you know, the contributions around uh, high availability and uh, how to uh, mitigate failures. Mm -hmm. We have uh, contributions around resource management and, and placement of VMs. A, a lot of contributions around storage, both in Cinder and in Swift. For example, uh, we contributed the, the volume migration, uh, volume retype, and drivers for several uh, IBM products. And in Swift, uh, we had uh, a lot of uh, interest there. And in fact, it kind of uh, continues our journey in the object storage area before the Swift introduction. So uh, we did uh, things like secure multi-tenancy for Swift, on-demand data migration, rich metadata support. So some of that, this work is in the work with the community and some is computed. We have uh, had several also uh, work in the networking area. What do you think was the most interesting news to come out of the uh, OpenStack Summit last week in Atlanta? We had several team members. I didn't attend this meeting uh, of OpenStack, but I think there were a lot of announcements still in it, but our team presented their uh, disaster recovery as a service that got a lot of attention. Still need to see, you know, uh, and analyze, you know, the other uh, news from there. Also, I would like to remind, you know, the heterogeneous management in OpenStack, kind of touching ironic and the ability to manage bare metal uh, servers under OpenStack as well. So. You can signal it now as a very rich system that can support many vendors, many types of computation abstract like containers, VMs, bare metal servers, etc. A lot of types of hypervisors, so you're not limited to one only, etc. So this is becoming a very rich environment in which you can manage a fairly complex and heterogeneous environment. In your experience with OpenStack over the past several years, what are some of the challenges that you had to uh, overcome? At first, it was climbing the learning curve. So it took a while. I think today, this is much better. 
also depending on the project, you know, some are, you know, better documented, some are not. A lot of, you know, a self-learning experience, which is natural for uh, our environment, you know, in research. But again, you know, it, it demanded some, some uh, effort and investment. In early days, it was hard to bring up the environment itself. I think today it's, it's fairly easy. And network con networking configuration was complex. Automation tools were just at the beginning when we started. So again, you know, connected to the, the bring up of the environments. Even with automation, you need some understanding. And sometimes I, I think when you have too much possibilities, it's also a challenge, you know, to choose the right one. Again, we saw all sorts of projects in OpenStack. Now we see several alternatives in, in each area and, you know, you have to choose wisely and evaluate, you know, the options you have in kind of composing uh, your stack. Yes. How can someone who's just beginning with OpenStack or just thinking about it as a uh, as a potential solution, how can they make these decisions? Depending on, on their goals. Uh, I think many, many organizations today kind of evaluate OpenStack, seeing, you know, if it can serve them uh, for several purposes like a dev test or even running several production workloads in a private cloud or considering to have a public provider, etc. In this journey, you know, it's good to have a, a, some technology partner that can help you to climb the, the learning curve and then help you in, in choosing the, the right mix of components of your cloud stack. Also, I think, you know, it depends on the companies. If you kind of, your, um, your strategy is around the open standards and open source, it's better that you base that on, on uh, a vendor that has its, you know, its designing uh, principle and goal. A lot of organizations, not only because of course, but for many other reasons, tend to adopt uh, open source uh, based uh, products and distributions. We have some reference here, you know, like uh, Linux or, or Android that kind of uh, can assure us that, you know, these things, you know, uh, succeed over time and its innovation pace is accelerated when compared to a proprietary product. So I would recommend them, you know, to have some technology partner that will help them, you know, to climb the learning curve and also, you know, can give at the latest stage a, a support and further, you know, help evolving their strategy. It might be interesting for companies with the resources of, uh, of IBM and other similarly gigantic companies to directly invest in the core OpenStack project uh, and adopt it directly. But wouldn't you think that just like Linux and the world of Linux adoption, uh, most other companies would probably choose uh, a distribution instead of the raw OpenStack project. Ah, of course. I, I think IBM, of course, have its own uh, distribution as well, you know, mm -hmm. its own product. Most companies will choose a distribution uh, or a product based on, on core OpenStack rather than uh, adopting the vanilla. Yeah. So what do you think are the main difficulties facing the OpenStack as a success in the market today? Main chances, you know, can be complexities. When compared to, to Linux, it's not only an operating system. It has a lot of sub-projects. But you may say, you know, that each individual project uh, succeeds uh, more or less depending on, on the technical leadership. And the overall adoption depends on the experience that is accumulated now. But as we go on, uh, I, I believe that with the improvement of automation tools and the accumulated experience, and, and not only that, I think, you know, you have a lot of uh, SS-service options, you know, also available today. So you don't have to deploy it on your premises. You can today kind of uh, launch it on the cloud. Some of these are also uh, available. I would imagine that in IBM Labs, you have several quite large deployments of OpenStack running at any one time. Yes, we have several of those. 
what kind of lessons have you learned from trying to keep large-scale deployments running over a long period of time? Be very careful not to break the environment because it's a living system. And when you uh, install or upgrade it, you need to make sure that you are uh, working against a stable release and not accidentally injecting an upgrade that you didn't mention. So, of course, you know, when we work and develop internal component there, we break it from time to time. But, you know, if, if you want something for production, you know, you better rely on, on, on a stable release and uh, upgrade it very carefully. Would you say that it's as important to have disciplined and mature processes when you do those kinds of upgrades and when you do other operational actions as it is to have mature technology? I agree. And this is, again, you know, I see this, you know, part of the, the automation tools. And not only automation tools, it's compliance, you know, checking that your new configuration is compliant with the organization policy, is secured, etc. So, definitely. Doesn't IBM have tools to help with that? Yes, we have tools in uh, this area. Hmm. So, Dekan, will you be at the upcoming uh, OpenStack Israel event on June 2nd? Yes, for sure. I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you very much for joining me on the program, and all the best. Thank you. See you there.